Trailblazer. We kind of got started a little bit late. Let's go into a service that's already in progress, if you don't mind. Old Trailblazer here by itself a lot of times, and I have to uh, kind of pull boy. But you you pay attention now. Will you do that? I appreciate it. Told in Matthew twenty four twenty four, which we have read to you oftentimes, for there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, false preachers, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they should deceive the very elect. Oh, my friend, listen now, listen. Christ spoke this concerning the last days, just before His coming. This is being. Uh, fulfilled today in that Satan is ra- rising, raising up individuals here, there, and yonder, performing miracles of healing through the name of Jesus, the popular religious God of this age. You didn't know that the popular religious gods of this age is Jesus, did you? That's what it is. We see it on every scene, every, 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 every hand and corner. We go to the grocery store, have a Jesus Day, mister. Little old girls that don't know what they're going on, they have a T-shirt on. said, have a Jesus Day, mister. And they sell them all over the world like that. But listen, let's go back. <clears throat> Philip had been uh, up to a Samaria and held a great meeting. Multitude listened to him, and many believe. And the Scripture says, there was a certain man called Simon, which before times in the same city used sorcery, and bewitched the popular the people of Samaria, giving out that himself was some uh, some great one, to whom they all gave heed, from the least to the greatest, saying, "This man is is of great power of God. This man is of great power of God." They said, and to him they had regard, because that was Simon, because that was a long time ago, a long time he had bewitched them with his sorcery. Simon was a false prophet. And Satan worked through him, performed miracles, principles, principally healing, principally of healing. True to all that Satan does, he gave out that he himself was some great man or some great one, a man of great faith. And so did the, and so deceived the people with his power that they said, listen to what now, I want you to listen to what they said. We'll have to come back in our next study for that, my friend. This is the old trailblazer riding out again at this time, raising the path to the hearts of sinners. And we bring you this study on the soon coming of the Antichrist. And we were looking there in our last study uh, about the powers of Satan, the powers of the Antichrist. So let's go back there and look again. Christ spoke concerning the last days just before his coming. This is being this is being fulfilled day to day in that Satan is raising up individuals here, there, and yonder, performing miracles of healing and uh, through them in the name of Jesus. The popular religious God of this day that you and I live in is Jesus, sweet Jesus. Did you not know that the popular religious God of this age is Jesus? Christ said that this world would be a sign of the end of the age of grace. Acts 8, 9, 11 says, we find there this illustration. Let's, let's go there and look at it. Philip had been up to Samaria and held a great meeting. Multitudes listened to him, and many believed, and the Scripture says, now you listen, there was a certain man called Simon, which before time in the same city used sorcery, and bewitched the people of Samaria, giving out that himself was some great one, to whom they all gave heed, 
from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is, has great power of God. And to him they had regard, because that of a long time he had bewitched them with sorcery. Oh, listen, Simon was a false prophet. And God, or Satan, let's go back, Satan worked through him and performed miracles, principalities, and of mostly of healing. True to all that Satan does, he gave out that he himself was some great one. That's what Simon did. A man of great faith. And so he deceived the people with his power. <clears throat> all of his power that he that he gave them. They said, This man is a great has the great power of God, speaking of Simon. Just as it is in this present day, my friend, they looked upon him as a great man of faith. We have that all over America now, if you just think about it. Oh, I, I'm so afraid, my friend. Folks are wor worshiping uh, pastors and preachers, and they call themselves healers and all of those things. But did you know Christ is the born-again believer? Just trust the Lord. It's a simple faith, we call it. Oh, but listen, let's go on. Oh, oh Simon was an imitator. Here is an individual who comes on the scene today under the power of Satan as a great healer. People flock to him by the thousands, and they will stand and behold him and say, Look, look, it's a great power of God. There he stands at the altar, laying his hands upon the individuals. In many, in, many, in many instances, perfecting healing. And they will say, The great power of God. And he does all this satanic work, satanic work, in the name of Jesus. Never, never in the name of the Lord Jesus. No, they are great imitators. Christ is the power of God, according to 1 Corinthians one twenty-four. The people beholding Simon the sorcerer as he healed and performed his miracle said, This man is a great power of God. They put him in Christ's place. And every one of these faith healers who are healing in the name of Jesus by the power of Satan will always quote the scriptures that Christ said, Mightier works than these will be done in my name. In all the work of Satan, an imitation is in, an imitation in the name of, of Jesus, the present-day religious God, to keep people deceived. They deceive everyone but God's elect. They automatically preach themselves in the name of Jesus, always bragging on their great faith, great power, and so forth. They preach themselves instead of Christ. Listen, Paul said, we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, 2 Corinthians 4. Notice that statement, Christ Jesus the Lord. Oh, my friend. Listen now, we're going to go back. Now you want to ask me a question. Folks call me and ask me those things. Sometimes they ask me questions that I can't answer, and that's not unusual because, as I told you, I'm not a very smart person. But they say, Pastor, is not that confusing how the name of heaven can I know which is the power of Satan or the power of Christ? That's easy, my friend. Satan's preachers, listen now, Satan's preachers preach and perform his miracles in the name of Jesus and not in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, that's as simple as I can make it. Paul said, we preach Christ, Jesus the Lord. Now, that's your, deliver that's your difference, Christ your Lord. We preach Christ. Folks ask me what we preach here. We preach Christ. We preach that man is a sinner by nature, comes from the womb a sinner, 
and is uh, goes through this life a sinner. If if the Lord doesn't touch his heart, he'll live his life out, be a, maybe a great preacher or Bible worker, Bible student, and go to hell when he died because he never comes to know the Lord. The dividing line, my friend, is the sacrifice. Now you listen closely to me. The sacrifices. The sacrifice is the Lord Jesus Christ, not Jesus. Satan camouflages himself under the name Jesus. The God of the Bible, Jehovah God, is the Lord Jesus Christ. The false prophets are the emissaries of Satan, and God's elect, born-again believers, are divided over the person and work of Christ. The born-again believer, God's elect, will always magnify the Lord Jesus Christ. Satan's emissary is always praising Jesus. Will always listen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I've had them go around saying under their breath or openly, "Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus." I've seen those things. I have. I hear them preachers on the radio and sometimes on the TV. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's the blood, my friend. The sacrifice is the blood that draws a line and brings about division. If an individual will not sit down and talk to you about the sacrifice, listen, listen uh, in glory in the sacrifice, he's not saved. If that individual won't talk to you about the Lord being his sacrifice, his substitute, did you know you have to have a substitute? You have to have a substitute. What is it? Someone who paid your sin debt, my friend. Do you know what God's purpose was in Christ coming here to this world? That's right. Not to be a teacher, not to heal the sick. Not, and that, those things were good. But he came to seek and to save lost sinners like your, your speaker. Like your speaker, just an old sinner. And I tell folk, well, we're just an old sinner. Oh, no, not after you saved. You're not a sinner no more. I am too. I'm a saved sinner. But my friend, I wish I could sit down by your side, drink a cup of coffee at this time, and then and, and, and let's just talk sensibly. Listen, a man came out one day under the tent there years ago, and he said, I came over here to talk. We sat down and talked about the work of the Holy Spirit, and that old boy went right down the line. Then we talked about the church. He seemed to be very clear on his doctrine of the church. And we talked about sin, and he said, Pastor, I want I glory in the fact that you you fight sin, and I do, I do. And we talked about several other things, but I noticed that he never mentioned the sacrifice. Finally, I said to myself, I'm going to try him out. So I said to him, tell me how God saved you. He stammered and stuttered and halted and finally said, you know, back yonder when I was a young boy, I trusted Jesus as my Savior. I asked him, did you get to Christ? He said, well, I trusted Jesus as my Savior, and I believe I'm saved. I said, let's talk about Christ dying for you. Isn't that marvelous that Christ died for hell-deserving sinners like you and me? Isn't it wonderful that he opened our hearts and let us see ourselves as just poor old hell-deserving sinners and then washed away our sins in the blood of Christ? And I noticed that he got very quiet. Soon he said, Pastor... I believe I better get going, and I hadn't seen him since. I have tested hundreds like that, my friend, and that is that I believe I've since I've seen him. Listen, I've tested hundreds on that ground, and that is the final test, the sacrifice. So I asked you, do you know the Lord? Are you saved? Or are you just on a profession? 
Did you trust Jesus when you were seven or eight years old? Oh, my friend, my friend, would you turn to the Lord? You say, Pastor, how can I be saved? Take the blame. You ask me, and what is repentance? Taking the blame. The scripture says, unless you repent, unless you repent, you likewise perish. But the old trailblazer is going to be true to you. These, these messages stir my heart as well as I hope they stir yours, that the Antichrist is coming on the scene with great and wondrous power, deceiving all whom he wishes to deceive, and sending them in actuality, consigning them to hell. Oh, my friends, the scripture says, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. But error doesn't make you free, and Satan only brings you error, my friend. Let me, let me remind you, we'll be back tomorrow in another study from God's Word. And remember my mailing address. If you would, write me. Hit me with the broadcast if you possibly can. But also, if you would, call me. My phone number is area code 225-664-8658. And my email address, pastor at radiomission.org. Goodbye, and God bless you.